What happened if I turned all these dials? Mm, they would all go crazy. Okay. So should I do it? No. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Catching Feelings podcast. Okay, we have to share a mic because I couldn't get the third one to work, so that's fine. But today we have a very special guest, our first ever solo and female guest, Carrie! <laughs> Hi! Yay! Hopefully the video works so you have already seen that Carrie is here. But, okay, I'm going to do an intro for you. I wrote this. Don't look at it while okay. I'm reading it because it's going to make me nervous. But, okay, Carrie is my best friend for over a decade now. We went to school together. We all went to school together. Um, and we actually went to the same ballet studio at three years old. But we didn't realize it until we met up again later. And then that same year... My family, the same year that we met, my family switched churches, so then we went to the same church. Um, she is an amazing friend, person, and yeah, we're just very honored to have you here today. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. That made me feel funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, wait, so since we were talking about the medieval fair yesterday, I just wanted to bring this up, but do you remember... I was like holding my tongue trying not to mention this yesterday. But do you remember when you made my costume? No. Really? I. Did we sew it? Yeah, you sewed it. So I had like. I didn't really know how to sew back then. So then I like hot glued together my. I remember that. Medieval fair costume. And it was like horrible. And then the day of the fair, I was like. Dude, I do not want to wear this. Like, this is so bad. And Carrie sat in the art room for, like, two hours before the fair started and, like, sewed together my entire costume. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> well, it impacted me, so I remember that. Um, okay. We were such losers. We sat in the art room every day. Yeah, I know. I told Micah this, but we used to, like, instead of going to recess, we used to sit in the art room and, like... Clean stuff. Yeah, I don't even know what we used to do. Crochet, maybe. Yeah, anyway, but, okay, I want you to tell the story of how we first met, because I feel like you tell it best. Oh, okay, I'm really good at telling a story. <laughs> so, it was sixth grade orientation, and we had Miss Gibson, and everybody had to, like, introduce themselves, so we were separated by tables, so, you know, like, I do the, hi, my name is Carrie, <laughs> I don't even know what I said about it myself. It was, like, icebreakers. And then she said, okay, I have to preface this. She said, you need to say something about yourself that, like, no one else would say. Like, something unique. Like, it can't just be a fun fact. It has to be, like, a fun fact that no one else would say. Yes. I don't remember what I said. Yeah. Do I don't you, remember yeah. what you said either. All I remember is that, I, okay, so there's, like, three tables in the front. There might have been three in the back. But the main thing is the three tables in the front. I was on the right-hand side, and you were in the middle one. And then everyone's going around, and Nikki stands up with her, like, tumbler in her hand, and she goes, hi, I'm Nikki, and I'm a flyer. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a brat. <laughs> yeah, so that was Carrie's first impression of me. My first impression of you, because I don't really remember that day that much. It was, like, before summer, or before school started in the summer, and, like, all the new kids came, and all three of us were in the same homeroom, and we were just meeting everyone. 
But then I only remember you from like when school actually started. And do you remember how there was like that bridge that connected the two sides of the sixth grade classrooms? I was like walking on that bridge and I was maybe walking with Tyra, but you came up to me and you were like so bubbly and like you reminded me of like a chipmunk. <laughs> like you were just like, hi, oh my God. And I was like, whoa, this girl is like way too much. <laughs> But yeah, that's my first memory of you. I don't even know how we became friends. I don't it just know either. Happened organically, I guess, because we both had terrible first impressions of yeah. each other, and <laughs> like, somehow oh. we became friends. Um, okay. Well, anyway, um, I was as I was like preparing for the podcast, and I was writing out all the things that we did together. It's actually kind of weird. I didn't realize how much our lives aligned. There was one summer where I would sleep at your house every single day for, like, almost three weeks straight. And then I would go to your house and sleep there all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I even had a bed in their living room at one point. And then (laughs) Carrie would sleep on the bed with me. And I would wake up and I'm, like, on the floor because she's, like, completely on my side. And I remember our first ever sleepover. You're actually, like, the first friend that I really slept over their house. Like, when I was little, I didn't like sleeping over at people's houses. I was, like, afraid to sleep over. But I never hesitated when we were friends. And I remember you are like, when my friends usually sleep over, they sleep in the bed with me. And I was like, uh, no, I'll just sleep on the floor. <laughs> um, it's just funny because you used to be, like, so lively and bubbly and happy and stuff. Oh, Mike is not going to be in this anymore. <laughs> and then I feel like over time, I, like... <laughs> shrouded this dark cloud over (laughs) you and you became just like a realist but yeah i don't think so i think i needed it (laughs) kiki like yeah carrie's mom used to pack her milk in her lunchbox and that's kind of weird yeah like make her lunch every day and then i wanted my mom to make me lunch and she wouldn't and then like you wanted school lunch yeah i did so we would switch lunches (laughs) So, the reason I thought you'd be a good first guest to have is because not only are you my best friend, but also you played an integral part in mine and Micah's relationship. And then, when I brought it up to you, you were saying, like, oh, because of the engagement. But I was thinking about, like, back to sixth grade. <laughs> what What do you remember about, like, that interaction? I don't know. It must have been, like, the end of school, a school day or something. Micah was like... Carrie, I have to tell you something. I was like, <laughs> Mike is probably cringing right now. I was like, okay, tell me. And then, you know, like, when you're in lower school, like, sometimes, like, people after school, they'll just, like, walk all around, like, by the bathroom, by wherever. I remember it took, like, a while for him to say anything. He was like, okay, I have to tell you something, but you can't tell Nikki. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he was like, I think I like Nikki. And I was like, okay. And then I turn around, and I run away, and I go find Nikki, and we're standing in the girls' locker room bathroom. I remember this so vividly. On, we were standing on the, do you remember, yes. like, the ledge? I was like, Micah just told me he liked you. <laughs> like, right after he told her not to tell me. But, I don't it know. It must have been, like, within, like, five minutes of Yeah, that's so me. funny. I just remember, this is, like, my heart was racing when you were telling me this, and I... I just remember that moment so vividly. Yeah, so I guess we can accredit our entire relationship to you. 
not keeping a secret. Yeah. Also, I've never talked about this ever since it happened because it's literally so cringy. But you also facilitated our first hug. (laughs) (laughs) I literally can't talk about this. And I've never brought this up to Micah because it's literally so cringy. But I was like, yeah, Micah and I, we're going to have our first hug. So, like, I remember you, like, walked with me to go meet him to have our first hug. What? <laughs> Did you tell me? Yes. I was like, we're going to have our first hug, so, like, can you come with me? <laughs> okay. And you walked with me and you watched us hug. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, anyway, I've never talked about that because it's literally so embarrassing. <laughs> Micah, do you remember that? No, I don't. Oh, yeah, you definitely do. Oh, no. Okay, well. I really? Okay, I'm gone. Because that was a really embarrassing story, and I just never wanted to talk about it. But anyway. And then do you remember how we found out that we both went to Rosalie Woodson? Because... Were we just talking about, like, costumes or something? Like, dance? I don't know. But I think we... Like, maybe, oh, you were still going to Rosie Woodson at that mm-hmm. point, that's why. So maybe I was like, oh, I think I used to go there as a kid. You were in the itsy bitsy teeny weeny yes. yellow pl- And I was in the cat one. No, I was in the cat one, too. I remember we used to analyze the videos to yes. try to figure out where, where we, were. we were. And were we ever in the same one? I think we were. In the cat together, right? We weren't in the same class. Oh. Like, I think you went on, like, a Sunday, and I went on a Saturday. But for the performance, they just smushed us. I see. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> I think in that video, you, you must be able to see both of us. I know we went to your house and watched it, but I don't remember. I should if go we're find that. That's yeah. so funny. I just remember seeing your um, pictures that you still have up in your house of like, you and the cat thing. No! That's what it was. You have a picture in your house oh, of the cat, and right. I was like... I have that costume. Yes, that definitely was what happened. And then we started watching all of the yeah. recitals. Okay, one of my like vivid memories of us growing up is being at your house. And your mom was like, yeah, Carrie can't do anything until she cleans her room. <laughs> and your room back then was like, oh, it's a hurricane. I'm like, Carrie, how do you let it get to this point? <laughs> Some so things don't change. We would like clean your room so that we could go to the movies or whatever. My mom says like some of her favorite memories are like you remember okay, so my old room yeah the hallway right yeah we would be sitting in there <laughs> and she would like peek her head in <laughs> and i would be like sitting and like just like playing with stuff and you would be like folding things. <laughs> <laughs> and one day she said that she heard you go carrie i know they say slow and steady wins the wins the race but slow and steady doesn't win this time i think you're trying to get me out to like go do something with our friends yeah but i I don't know i just couldn't do it it's weird because would you consider yourself like a homebody at that time yeah no would you now yeah i feel like so much of high school and stuff was me being like carrie you need to do this so you can make sure you can go out yeah like you need to do this so we can for sure go to this thing but like you're never one to be like, nah, I don't feel like it. Like, I am just want to stay home. Not until, like, recently. Yeah. So but like, even now, like, if we're at home with all our friends, you're then not I'll be like, be like, okay, let's go. Yeah. I don't think you would ever miss out on an opportunity to, like, hang out with all of us. But, yeah. Um, another thing is 
that well okay fast forward from the sixth grade Micah telling you that he likes me thing and then you telling me now I don't really know what happened in the interaction before we came back from winter break but I don't know you can tell me what your side of the story is like this winter break yeah oh okay um okay so (laughs) we're all sitting in Tyra's house like downstairs I don't know where Tyra and Lexi went they went to go do something then you like just ran upstairs and he was like (laughs) I got a ring (laughs) and then I was like you're gonna propose and then he was like just about to take out a picture and then he started running down again so then we had zero conversation about it after that because I couldn't text him and be like when are you gonna do it because I would always yeah so I was like I can't say like anything and then and then we went to highs yeah. And then you kept saying, like, I don't know if Mike is going to propose. <laughs> I think Mike is going to propose to me. And Tyra and Lexi knew nothing. Yeah. So they were like, really? Do you think he has a ring? And then you were like, no, I don't think so. I don't think he planned it out. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so either. I remember your reaction. And I was like, wow, Carrie really must think that he's not going to propose <laughs> to me. Like. And then you're like, like, oh my gosh, like, no, yeah, no he's saying? not going to propose to you. <laughs> and I was like, wow, Carrie really must think that he's not going to propose. <laughs> and then, bam. Yeah, but you redeemed yourself for the secret keeping. Yeah, I was like, oh, I better around. not mess this one up. <laughs> it's, like, really endearing, though, because I've always wanted, like, Micah and all of my friends to be close. And you're, like, the only person other than our parents that knew. So I think that's really I feel so special. <laughs> I'm just proud that I didn't say anything. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so when I was like telling my pharmacy school friends that you were going to come to live here, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you guys are probably going to think it's weird because everyone thinks that we look exactly alike. But I was looking at old photos of us that you sent to me mm-hmm. and I was like, we never used to look alike. <clears throat> I don't really think so either. Yeah. Especially, like, when we first met. We didn't look alike then, but we got... Mm. Okay, I was actually talking to Zach about this. He thinks you and Tyra look nothing alike. Really? Like, nothing alike. Really? Out of the four of us, he's like, no, Tyra looks the most different. Really? I think Lexi looks the most different. That's what I always thought, but now I'm thinking, like... Because he only knows us now. Now, yeah. And I was, like, Mm -hmm. thinking about it, and I was like, actually... Tyra might look the most different. Yeah. But growing up, I think Tyra and I definitely look No, I think so too. But when we went back this past time, I was thinking that Lexi looked like me. It was the hair. Yeah. Like, she, like, parted it. Yeah. The color or something. Anyway, this is, like, a huge running thing in our friend group since, like, sixth grade. That it's, like, we all All look look alike. Everyone thinks that we look the same. We're all the same height. We're all, like, the same size. And everyone thinks that we're all, like, the same. And people think it's really weird. (laughs) Is it that weird, though? I don't know. But, well, now that I'm on the mainland and there's more people. Now it's weird. But at home, everyone kind of looks the same. Asian kids and we just so happen to look more similar than most friend groups. Yeah. Speaking of our friend group, one thing that I know you and I are both really proud of is that our friend group, I remember we were sitting at senior benches one day and we were like looking through all the friend groups and we are like, wow, I think we might be the only one that didn't have major drama. 
I think so. We didn't have like a falling out or anything. Even like post high school. Yeah. And we're all still really close. But I think that might be attributed to COVID too. Because we were able to spend more time together. True. I I think it would have been the same. Yeah. Just because, maybe not as close, but like I don't think anything bad or whatever happened. We're so mellow. We are. Like it's really weird. Like we just, there's too much going on to like care about like, or not, not care, but I feel like we don't look that deep into things maybe so like not. issues don't really arise it's maybe like, not you're busy i don't even know like i know that if i don't text you back here i could be like oh my gosh like she didn't text me back or like if i say something yeah like i'm not like careful about the way i respond to you because you're not going to be like no oh like why is she i don't know just with like, all of us yeah like, just, just like random stuff like that or even Micah was like, yeah, you're right. Like, actually, whenever I hang out with you guys, you guys, like, don't gossip about other people or, like, we're just like, what do we talk about? I have no idea. <laughs> like, what do we even do? I have no as a idea. girlfriend group. But when Micah confirmed that about us, then I was like, okay, it must be true because he would tell the truth and he would, like, say, yeah. you know? So that made me very proud of us. But it did teach me in, like, when I got to college because like we are always all together like all the time it's so easy to be like sucked into things you know what I mean Mm. like like negativity yeah I agree with that but I think the four of us were just so similar that we just didn't yeah when I first got to college after having like the same friend group since we were prepubescent people (laughs) Like, I remember having major trust issues with other girls because I was like, wow, they, like, talk bad about other people. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. if they could talk bad about other people, then what are they saying about me? But I'm like, I know Carrie would never, like, say something. (laughs) She doesn't talk bad about other people to me, no matter how close or how unfriendly we are with people. So, like, you wouldn't. We're friends, you know? I don't know. But, like, when I was exposed to that, I was like, oh, gosh, I hate being in, like, the real world. It's like a... Yeah, it's a stress that's not necessary. Yeah. So, but we're the lucky ones, I guess. Sometimes I think that our parents like tried to meddle to make us become friends. I think that's definitely something my mom would do. <laughs> I think she never wanted me to have like bratty friends. And I think she would like set certain things up so that we could hang out. I love your mom. <laughs> I think she made my childhood so... I'm very grateful. Just because... Yeah, I, I don't know, like, how our parents, like, relationships are. But yeah. even, like, with Tyra's parents and Lexi's parents, like... I know my mom and Tyra's mom used to conspire <laughs> to try to get us to parents. become friends. It's oh. weird now, like, looking back at it. But... But you're, like, all of our parents did a lot. Like, we were always at Tyra's house. Like, mm-hmm. we would go to Lexi's house. I remember your parents would drive us everywhere. Like, your mom get us too. food. We would, we went to see Frozen when like, I was in theaters twice. And your mom would just let us sit in the car and, like, belt the Frozen <laughs> songs in the middle of Honey parking lot. I, just for hours. And we would both be, like, singing. I think I used to have recordings 
of a cigarette. <laughs> Actually, no, I do have a memory. I don't know what app it was, like voice memo or something on the Elani iPads. Yes. I think my grandma was driving us home a day. Yeah. And like, I don't know if we were singing or speaking in Japanese or something. <laughs> but we were sitting in the back of the car, like recording ourselves. Oh my And gosh. I had those recordings for a long time. We're I wish I kept them. so but... weird. I think it's weird how similar... But also opposite, we were growing up and even now, though. It kind of switched for a minute, yeah? Or yeah. Like, I remember you told me, like, in the summer or something, like, I used to be, like, super loud. Yeah. And, or we took a test. What was it? Like a... Personality yeah. test. Yeah. And you scored higher in, like, the extrovert thing than, than you did. Yeah. But, it, yeah, because... I know Tyra always thinks of you as someone that, like, is very extroverted, like, goes out and talks to people, mm-hmm. and I used to think that of you, too, until about sophomore year. Yeah, I... And then something switched for you. Yeah, I don't really know. And then I think in college, I, I think I was introverted up until maybe the beginning of senior year, and then towards senior year in college, switched. I switched the opposite way, too. Mm-hmm. I remember just thinking, like, wow, I can't believe <laughs> this other girl crochets too and also doesn't want to play at recess <laughs> we're so weird like, i was like wow thank goodness she doesn't want to go out and play at recess because i would much rather stay in and help the teacher clean the art room <laughs> so we would do that i don't know why but clean the art room crochet bake yep bake. <laughs> oh my gosh we would bake so much at your house and at my house Oh, yeah. I'm, like, I think because I always had Micah from even, like, 6th and 7th grade and then, like, ninth grade through 12th grade, I never felt the need to have, like, a girl friend because I just had him to confide in. But you were, like, the only girl I could trust that I felt like I could say things to, you know? I, I don't know. I'm not the type of person to be, like... <clears throat> oh, what should I text this guy back? Like, what should I say Mm. to him? Like, or I'm not gonna be like, look what he said, you Mm. know? But I don't know. Certain things I would confide in you that probably I would never confide in another female. I don't think I, like, really, like, thought about that until college. Because our circle was so small that, like, and I feel like we're, like, not normal. (laughs) Like, our circle's not normal that, like, when I did get to college, like, the, just, like, typical girl things that people think are normal, I was like, oh, like, that really happens, or, like, you really, like, you talk about boys, like, all the time, like, we really didn't. Yeah, we didn't. (laughs) Not until, like, at least a year into college, like, Mm -hmm. all four of us. Mm -hmm. What did we even do together? I have no idea. I have no idea what we did you were always, like, my safe place, though. Like, if I had to do something, I'd be like, okay, Carrie, like, do this No, yeah. <laughs> like, go on. But it wasn't even, like... Isn't that weird, though? Because it's, like, it doesn't feel like it takes that much effort. Like, you know how people say, like, oh, relationships take a lot of effort? And, like, it does. Yeah. But, like, when you think about it, like, all four of us... What did we do? Like, you don't have to stress about it. It just yeah. came naturally. Like, I could not talk to Lexi for a year, and then I would see her again, and it's just, and like, it's normal. Fine. Yeah. And same for Tyra. Like, 
that's weird but it's i think it's because we have something that a lot of other friends don't have and that's like growing up together probably yeah and then when you grow up together you become very similar too so like, that's true that's probably why we're all so similar <laughs> so because we like from such a multiple young age we're like all together okay another thing i wanted to ask you about is like okay we were both kind of in relationships a lot throughout school mm-hmm. how do you think we balanced being in a relationship and still having friendship Because I know, like, especially at a young age, there's a lot of emotion and jealousy. Mm -hmm. So how, for both parties, do you think we did that? Like, any relationships? Like, friendships or our friendship? Like, our friendship and also always having a, like, we are both in long-term relationships. That's why I think we're weird. Like, any other girl, like, it would cause a problem, I think. I think so like too. if someone was in a relationship and someone wasn't but like that just wasn't it's not to say that we don't care we don't put effort into our relationship with each other it's just you don't have to like hold it against each other yeah it's like it's it's not a why aren't you paying attention to yeah. me type of thing it's just like you're living your life and i'm yeah. living mine like you're a friend like you know? i know a lot of friend groups that'll be like hey like they'll conspire like let's say you're in a relationship and then me carry or me gosh i always do this (laughs) me lexi and tara are not in a relationship Mm -hmm. okay and we're like hey i think we need to have a chat with carrie and tell her that she needs to like pay more attention to us that that's like way too normalized that happens way too often not okay i don't think that's okay either (laughs) and like for me okay this is really weird but from a young age not in sixth and seventh grade obviously but from ninth grade I always knew that Micah would be my husband, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm neglecting my friend group a little bit, but wouldn't I pay more attention to my husband than, like, my friends when we're married, you know? I always kind of had that mindset, which is weird, but you guys never held that against me. I never really thought anything of it. It's like, I don't know if it's because, like, I think whenever I viewed your guys' relationship, it was very respectable. So I don't know if that played a role into it, where Mm. it's, like, you're not just, like, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's just an understanding that people need to have. It's, like, I'm not your, like, priority. Like, I don't expect you to have to... You know what I mean? Yeah, those like, feelings might come up now that I'm thinking about it, thinking about it. If like the girlfriend group collectively decides that the guy is toxic and they're like, "Oh, she's neglecting us because she's with this like controlling toxic boyfriend." So like, we need to have a sit down chat with her and tell her that she needs to pay more attention to us. Like, but even then, I think that's kind of overstepping. Yeah, because- I don't think we would ever do that, Mm-mm. no matter how toxic the boy was. I mean, we I might say the girls something happy. like, yeah. are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, I'm not going to be like, why are you hanging not out with Not make him? it about yourself. Yeah, it's like, go do what you want to do. Yeah. Like, I think it's a, only have people in your life that add value to your yeah. life, you know? Like, if you have to be worried about someone, being like, your friend being mad at you because you don't pay attention to them, 
I don't think that's your friend. Yeah. And I think you have way too much time on your hands to be worrying about that. True. And, okay, this, you saying this made me thought of another thing, think of another thing, but I always trusted myself the most, like, growing up, but when you had that switch um, in, like, sophomore, junior year, that made me realize about you that, like, sometimes I trust your moral compass more than I trust my own, and I never had that feeling about someone else before. Wait, what? What do you <laughs> Like, mean? I... I would come to, I would never go to anyone else for advice because I don't trust other people except maybe my parents and Micah because I'm like, what can they offer me? You know, like I don't, I wouldn't go to them for advice. I trust myself more than I would trust their advice. But you would say these small things that I would be like, okay, I think I trust your judgment in these situations more than I trust my own. And I've never felt that way about another person that you would like add wisdom into my thinking (laughs) that makes me feel really good because i try to be very like level-headed when entering situation and sometimes i can be irrational but like for the most everybody is but for the most part like but view it that could be why it works out so well is because we both bring each other back down to earth rather than encouraging toxic behavior of each other I think that can happen so easily in girl friendships where you're like, yeah, he's the worst, do this, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But you're like, no, like, bring it down. That actually might be why we are the way we are. But I think it's because of our parents. Yeah. Because both of our parents would not tolerate, or from the very beginning, like, you would tell me, like, if I was doing something wrong or, like, not, like, stop doing that like yeah just like bring me back down to earth you know yeah. and our parents were like that too and i remember certain situations where you would call me out on stuff and my ego would be like oh, carrie's just <laughs> telling me what to do and i would be so mad in the moment but then i would think about it and i'm like wow you're totally right <laughs> thanks and i hate that you're right but it's so true we're the same we're yeah just like, but yeah i but think like- you're right though it is a lot of like your upbringing okay but even in that mindset like if we were mad like why did she say that like mm-hmm. my ego is hurt if it was any other not any other but like a typical girl relation friendship a lot of times right that very moment that you feel like your ego has been hurt you would turn to someone else and say that's so true you wouldn't sit there and be like my ego's hurt and then think about what they said and why they said it yeah that is so and true that stems from our parents You'd be like you know what carrie said like she's the worst yeah <laughs> That's actually so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. And I don't know. Yeah. That's actually, wow. Crazy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's so good. <laughs> uh, that just makes me so grateful for, like, how our situation is. I would not. I already have enough in my life to deal with. I do not want to have to worry about my friendships and the people who are supposed to be my allies, you know? Like, to have to worry about that stuff, yeah, that's, like, way too much anxiety. I, I, yeah, it's just, like, watching other people stress about stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, like... It's not even worth it. (laughs) Sometimes, like, if it's, like, our other friends who, like... Like, it's a privilege to have a friend group, like, a friendship like ours and a friend group like ours. Yeah. So, like, sometimes when I watch other people... It's not even, like, I don't understand, like, why they just don't 
not act that way. I just feel bad. I'm like, I'm so lucky and I wish I could help you. You know what I mean? I'm just like... But you almost have to switch your entire mindset in order to... Understand. Like, the advice you give them would not even be relevant because I don't... I always feel helpless in those situations too. Like, even if I gave you advice, like, you would have to switch your entire way of thinking. But is that such a bad thing, in though? In order for it to be relevant. Because, like, in college, right? Like, we had that moment where it's, like, it is easy to get pulled into things. Yeah. So the switching the mindset thing, maybe it's not right to say it's not hard. Like, it takes diligence and, like, you have to be very aware of it. Like, when you say things and, like, when you're just thinking. Yeah. But, like, it's not impossible. Like, but, you have to want to. Yeah. But I remember we were talking <laughs> about, like, when girls are self-aware and they say stuff like, yeah, I'm a bitch. And, like, okay, if you know that you're a bitch, wouldn't you want to change, change yourself? That. Like, some people don't want to, I think. I think that's just, like, your thinking, is that you always want to better yourself. (laughs) But I think some people, even if they are self-aware about the way they are, and that they're maybe not a good friend or toxic, I don't think they feel the need to change. And that could be, like, a part of what our generation is, and it's, like, all about yourself, and thinking that you're always right, and everyone else around you needs to change. But that's not... But, like, our parents are very old school, and they're, like, no, you need to knock yourself down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's so interesting. We never really, like, talked about this. That's why before. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is hard to understand, though, sometimes. Like, when other people come... Because I'm very... not proud. I feel good having or being um not known to or just like people recognizing that we're level-headed people because like I think I'm a I'm a FOMO person like sometimes like I feel sad like if I don't not included in the discussion it took me a while to learn like sometimes you don't want to be included in that discussion and it feels better when that discussion is happening and I know nothing about it yes. and someone feels the need to come to you later and you're just like thank I'm, goodness that's not me yeah or but sometimes like people will come out of that situation and they'll be like I need to talk to someone who is level-headed mm. because I don't know it's when you're it, in it's like like what you were saying like when you're sucked in it you just yeah it I don't know it's dangerous though it's so much harder for like the positive stuff to infect other people but like if you're around gossip it's so easy to just fall into it yeah i think Mm -hmm. or like if you're around someone who's constantly negative and they're like oh this sucks blah 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 sometimes you don't even realize it that you're turning that way right (laughs) sometimes or i even saw like not saw like experienced like I wouldn't even recognize that the things that we were talking about or doing was negative until I take a step back and I'm like, I'm a bitch or like, get your head out of your ass because that was not okay to say or think or like, this is so relevant because this was only like a year or two ago that we were saying stuff and then 
this was after we came back from college maybe we were apart too long <laughs> but we were i remember i was saying stuff about someone that were not good and then you pulled me aside and you're like you can't say that kind of stuff and i was like whoa <laughs> no but like if I didn't have someone in my life to... Because, like, your parents can teach you that stuff, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be in every girl conversation you're in. But, like, I was like, wow, I cannot believe you did that for me. But, and it's hard to be that person, too, because mm-hmm. we're friends and we're equals, you know? You're not my mom. Mm. But, like, it's... Yeah, it's hard to take that role and to, like, confront someone about that, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. But I remember that impacted me so much. And I was like, wow, I need to stop. College is crazy. Yeah, it is. It's crazy when you are around. I don't know. It's just easy for your brain to get infected by stuff. Like You don't even. Yeah, you really don't even realize Mm -hmm. it. No, I think. Yeah, there's an issue when you stop feeling uncomfortable when people are saying bad things. Yeah. Or like. It becomes like so normal. That you're yeah. like, oh, like, it's okay to say, it's not yeah. okay to say that. Yeah. I couldn't believe that you also felt that way about things, though. Because my mom always taught me that, but I didn't realize that you, like, felt that way about other people, too. Mm. Not that we're, like, all high and mighty, but I don't know. I think it's just the awareness and yeah, it's not trying high, yeah. to be better. People aren't aware. It, it's not saying, like... We're not always aware, like, we do, like, sometimes I know, like, we'll, like, laugh at things, or, like, and we're just, like, when I think about it, I'm, like, hey, I really should not be laughing at that, or you really should not be joking about this. Yeah. But, like. Or, like, who are we to judge these people? Yeah. It's just, no, there's no judgment. It's just trying to better yourself, you know, like, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I just remember that, and I was, like, that was a huge turning point for me. But, like, you constantly need that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the reminder. Which is why, transition, I'm so glad you're going to live in Seattle. Yay! Um, why? Well, when I was telling people, like, oh, Carrie's moving to Seattle, Carrie's moving to Seattle, they're like, they think it's, like, such a huge change. Like, how did she decide to do that? And I was like, you know, I really don't know what your thought process was, so you can share. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I think if you asked me, like, two years ago, I didn't really have any plans to, like, not go home. Yeah. It's just kind of normal, right? Like, my sister came up and went home. Yeah, people do that all the time. Like, that was... That's the normal route, I think. Mm-hmm. I think after, like, this past... I think it was good. Like, I had this summer, l- last summer, to, like, kind of, like, focus on myself. And, like, even, like, I got... I loved the professional development train. I'm still on that train. I love mm-hmm. that stuff. But <laughs> you were like so into that. I'm like, I oh, remember okay. we had a dinner and I was like, <laughs> you're like yelling at the table. Like, don't you guys just like want to like do everything to better <laughs> You're like the energizer bunny. I was like, wow, Carrie, you're giving me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think. No, this summer was like. I a- totally forgot about that phase. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. So funny. That that phase or the summer last summer was like the best thing that could have happened for me. Mm-hmm. I think like I really, I had done an internship, so I felt more comfortable doing the type of work I was doing, and I knew I wanted to do that. 
um, I think I learned, I had so much time to focus on, like, just our friendships and, like, what we wanted to do mm-hmm. and, like, what I wanted to do going into, like, just going forward in general, um, that, I don't know, like, I was a lot more open open to listening to people, so, like, when I did do my internship, like, just talking to people and observing people, like, I was, like, that could be me, mm-hmm. and, like, five, like, I could be anything, anywhere, anybody, you, <laughs> you know? used to say that all the time. No, but it was true. <laughs> yeah. And I would, like, look at my, ma- like, the people I was working with, like, the seniors, the managers, and I'd be, like, I could be just like them, or, like, one day I could be in their position helping someone like me and I feel so special that I'm getting this help and then like I did I went back to school and that was different like I was really could fill my time doing anything so I did another internship I was still doing schoolwork or like school building relationships with people in school like I don't know I just felt that I think by the end of summer I had this feeling that I was like wow like that just gave me I was at home but I had a taste of like what it was to do whatever I wanted to do just because it would like build my happiness and like value in my life then when I got back up here I was like there's so many more opportunities so I started thinking about like okay like there's like these national firms and like I could go anywhere and like I don't know I just like would talk to anybody anybody I saw like or if, like, something came up in a conversation that I wanted to know more about, I would, I wouldn't even think, I would just be like, oh, could you tell me more about that? Like, mm-hmm. that sounds awesome. And I, was, I would, like, sometimes go back to my room, and I would sit there, and I would, like, imagine, like, oh, what could my life be like? <laughs> oh, like, this person, like, came from Japan, the Japan office and is here now? Like, whoa, like. You used to always share these things. Yes, I would like... be so excited. I would walk around the track in our gym for hours FaceTiming my mom saying like I had like this amazing conversation with this manager in my office and it was so awesome like do you know all these opportunities that I could have and I would get so excited and I like I didn't apply for anything or any like do anything to get my foot in the door but I had that knowledge and it was yeah. so exciting yeah I after I did this past internship I really had to like weigh out I really like the internship I did at home and that company and like thinking like okay am I gonna go back home eventually but ultimately I guess like having those pros and cons like nothing was really bringing me back home besides liking that firm and our families there but nothing is permanent like if I decide I don't like it up here after a while I can always go home but I think I think it's harder to come back here Mm -hmm. after you go home though I told myself if I went home like I'm not coming back yeah so I might as well try it why Seattle because I'm not brave enough to go any further east but I don't like Oregon or not that I don't like it I wouldn't want to live there Mm -hmm. and if I went to California it would almost be for the same reasons as going home Mm -hmm. so at that point I might as well go home yeah And I remember, like, in high school, like, I didn't like Washington that much. It was too rainy. Like, I have family here. But then, I guess just coming up in, like, little little trips from Oregon, 
like I appreciated the city more and like I did see myself there so I was like that's a cool place to be I have family there it's not yeah I basically just had you on to try to get you to say that you are moving here because of me but oh (laughs) oh Oh, I thought everything lined up I thought I was like oh yeah I want to be there because of Nick no but that did make my decision easier yeah I was like yeah really hoping that you would be here too because when we're together like okay when Mike is here when you're here it feels like we're in Hawaii it's just rainy and cold like it feels like yeah, home, uh-huh. you know this is like your comfort area mm-hmm. and like we're still here pursuing these amazing opportunities but who says that you're weaker if you want to have your comfort people around mm-hmm. you you're not right so i think yeah people ask me all the time like oh like why are you going to seattle mm-hmm. and like or they won't say that. They'll be like, do you, do you know anybody up there? Oh, and then yeah. I'm like, yeah, I have, like, family here. Like, only one, like, set of, like, an auntie and uncle. Yeah. And then my cousins are, like, all dispersed now. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, my best friend's up there. And, like, I think a lot of times when I say that to people, it kind of just goes over their head. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, she I has have a, fr- a friend there. I have a friend there. And I'm like, I, like, don't push it because like they're not gonna get it you're not gonna explain the 10-year history in two minutes no yeah but i'm just like it's not just like i have a random friend there my best friend is up there it's like family you know like i'll be okay there's not that like need to constantly be i think that's why it works it's like like i don't know i've i always well my mom has a best friend Oh, yeah. I've always mm-hmm. wanted something like that. And I remember we used to talk about that. Yeah. And be like, wow, I hope we can be like that. And I know that, like, if my mom and dad ever died, like, she would take us mm-hmm. in. Well, I used to think that when I was a kid. But, like, I wanted us to be like that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to be my emergency contact. And, like, if Mike and I had a kid, I want you to be, like, the person. I don't have sisters, that's why. So, mm. like, I would want you to be that person. And... That's, like, I always felt like, okay, this is, I'm going to preface this by saying this is not, like, a Christian podcast. We don't really talk about religion that much, mm. but I feel like it played such a huge role in our relationship, mm-hmm. and I feel like it was an anointed relationship, and now we're here in Seattle together. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, there's too many things that lined up that it's, like, this is not just by chance. This is, like, by God. It, yeah. If you actually, like, lay everything out yeah like it is crazy typing it out i was like this is a miracle like it's Mm -hmm. so weird how it all worked out and well okay i kind of want you to talk about it just a little bit for before we end but like you're i always consider you to be like a pk (laughs) oh you know yeah kind of brought up in the church but like in very different ways like Mm. i never went to church i went to church on easter and christmas Mm -hmm. but when I was eight, I decided to give my life to Christ, and I wanted to be baptized, so I was baptized. And, like, we both used to go to church, but we both had very different relationships with God, I think. Mm-hmm. And even, like, in small groups and stuff, we all we both saw it very differently. But, like, I think you're coming around to, I think like, so. your own faith now, and I just want you to talk about that a little bit. Okay, it took me a minute, so... Growing up, it must have been, like, my whole life, if anything, at least from, like, kindergarten, church was a mandatory every Sunday, and my dad was, like, 
heavily involved. So mm-hmm. if my mom, because my mom didn't start going until like I was older, mm-hmm. like consistently. So if she dropped us off at the first service, I mean, I'm a kid. I'm there till the third service is done. Yeah. So and you used to like literally be a baby working with the babies. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, must have been like seven and they would let me i work in the nursery of like they let you hold a baby (laughs) your arms are like this big (laughs) no but i loved it i remember i think i loved it i don't want this to come off the wrong way i loved it to like a certain age i think when jerry maybe was just into college so it must have been right around the time we met where it was like just a normal thing like you don't really have control over your life right you just go where your parents drop you off and take you um I liked it because I was the little sister like I knew all the older church friends because I was Jerry's little sister and everyone knew Troy so it was cool and she was Jerry was really lucky to have like a super good church community like Like, I love their community yeah that's like her high school friend group yeah like not just from school like that that's pretty cool I'm like they're all super close yeah. still so that's cool um I don't know I think it made me feel like special in a way and looking back like I'm appreciative of it because like even now like I look up to them but I think at that time I didn't even now like I don't think I think my value of church was in like I had it a place mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah, like no. Like, I was important because, or I just felt like, oh, I feel comfortable because I, like, know everybody, like, and so on. Yeah, before you continue, I just want to say, like, for me, it was, like, we always went to a different church. We never went to church consistently. We never really found a good pastor Mm -hmm. until Pastor Mike. The churches we went to always had drama. I was never really a believer of church. I didn't really like church Mm -hmm. that much. I felt judged when I went there because I wasn't one of those regular people that went Mm. and like everyone knew each other and I didn't know anyone Mm. so when I would go to like the j-high things I just felt like it was weird you know I didn't know any of the songs like Mm. I don't know it was just a weird situation for me but like I still went to small group and bible study and Mm -hmm. like as I got older I wanted to go to church but growing up I just didn't like it Mm. yeah I think so ours is opposite yeah it was very opposite I enjoyed going when I was younger I mean I didn't really have that many extracurriculars other than church and dance yeah and then those were your things and they were intertwined too (laughs) yeah so church and dance and then and then I started high school cheerleading which is something different than Jerry because once you're I think once you're in a sport at school or involved in school like that Mm -hmm. that takes so much time commitment um that kind of I don't know if it was like it shaped a lot of our life yeah it it like became our new personality yeah yeah I just felt like I had a lot going on in a different way like it consumes your life like Monday through Saturday yep all the time and then like I remember like I don't know I think I was lucky because your family went to church so like if I slept over on a Saturday, or you slept over on a Saturday, going to church was no biggie. Like, we didn't go to church, but, like, if you were there and you had to go to church the next morning and you're sleeping over, I'd be like, okay, let's both go. Yeah, like, it, it wasn't a problem. Yeah. Which, 
that in itself is like I feel like not that normal yeah like that's true you could have had any or I could have had any other friend and if they like didn't then they would not understand yeah and then Saturdays sleepovers would be a no because I would have to be there yeah and we went to the same church, yeah so. so yeah we got really involved and we did a lot of stuff and I think in a way it was a blessing because I definitely would not have wanted to do any of those things if you weren't there like the j-high yep like if it was something that like it was fun because we did it together and I liked the people that we were working with Mm -hmm. and that was awesome but if you weren't there and it was something where my dad said go help I would have totally been like no way that's funny because in the opposite way I was like I would never volunteer at a church thing I'm like not a churchgoer why would I be the person Mm. to volunteer and then it was like your dad would invite me to do these things and I'm like am I even qualified to do these things like I don't even go to church (laughs) but I remember we were both supposed to go to that stinking j-high sorry and you ended up not being able to go like the last minute what was it it must have been really important if I couldn't go I don't remember I feel like it was dance but I don't know if you were even still dancing at that point but I ended up going by myself, and I knew no one. And we had to, like, sleep there for two nights. <laughs> I thought it was so weird. But it was a really good experience for me. Like, I never would have been in Farron's group. That, like, mm. really shaped me as a kid. And then I never would have, you know, done that leadership thing. Mm-hmm. Um, never would have done J-High, Kamiki. So, like, you were like, oh, this is more fun because I, like, I'm like i doing it with you. But I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, I would have never had these opportunities if your dad didn't say, you guys should go do this. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he, I was thinking about how he would go to Waikele, like, pick us up from town, bring us to Waikele, yep. bring us back to my house, and then go to your house. And I'm like, wow. He did all of that just so we could have, like, these experiences. Yep. So, I just, yeah, I was super grateful for that. And, okay, I texted your dad after I left Creighton, mm. but he, there were just so many small things that he brought us to that, mm. like, I remember they had an altar call at the hymn conference, mm. and I, like, broke down mm-hmm. at that, and that was, like, a huge turning point for me, and I'm like, I never would have gone to that if you didn't invite mm. me, and your dad didn't make us go, <laughs> or, like, um, the college-ready thing. I never would have joined InterVarsity if... He didn't. didn't make mm. us go, you yep. know? And it's like, wow. At the time, it was like, I just get to hang out with you. Like, I like your, hanging out with your family, like, to eat your snacks and stuff. <laughs> and, like, we always get ice cream after, so let's just do this. But, yeah. There's, like, so many sharp turning points in my mo- in my life that wouldn't have happened if your dad didn't bring us to these things. So, yeah. But what about now? Like, how did it change um, from your childhood? I think from, like... Okay, well, going back to the dad thing, that's crazy, though, because most of our childhood or, like, even our teenage years when we're together was with your mom. Yeah. And then, but I have, like, very clear times where your dad is, like, in the kitchen, like, cutting food or, like, I'll, like, walk up your stairs and you guys will be having a conversation about something. And it was so interesting to me to listen, like... There's been multiple occasions where I, like, walk up randomly and you guys are talking about something Christian-related that is so interesting to me because the discussion is so open. Yeah. And he's, like, talking to you as, like, a... 
like obviously he has like guidance to give Mm -hmm. but he's like hearing you out and i would think that it's so interesting to listen to you i don't think i realized how good of a listener my dad was until you pointed it out to me then i was like wow my dad is a really good listener Mm -hmm. and i think it curated this relationship like father-daughter relationships are hard a lot of people we know have a very hard relationship (laughs) with their dad but we are very lucky and my dad was I don't know. When I think back to how he was as a teenager, I was like, there's no way he would be able to have a daughter. <laughs> but then, I don't know how he does it. It's just like, he's a really good listener, and he just like leaves space open for you to come to him, and I don't know. But yeah, you pointed that out to me, so that added gratitude to my life <laughs> for my dad. But, but um, yeah, so, like, it's so interesting how, like, little moments like that the things that our parents did like both parents um yeah like shaped our lives i thought that was so or it is something interesting to think about exiting high school before we started college i remember being like great i have to go to this college ready thing like i don't really want to be here i have to like it's fine it's a Mm -hmm. good experience like i never thought like like all of this is like bs and like i don't want to be here yeah like i never thought of it like that it was just like a uh like here we another go again another thing to yeah. check off the list like it's not something that like i really wanted to do so i feel like i didn't gain that much value out of mm. it because like you know like i have to yeah. put something in to get something out and i was yeah, like yeah, putting yeah. in the bare minimum um so at that point i was like okay let's just get through this that i don't have to go i got to college I went to, like, club day or something. I went to one, the initial, like, thing that they held in the chapel. I thought that was fine. I went to church, like, once with them. Yeah. And then some girl yelled at me. Yeah, and then I, I was like, oh, no, I'm butting yeah, out. Like, I tried. Sucks, yeah. I did my due diligence. I remember, like, it was, college is, like, the first time where you can reinvent yourself. And, like, no one really knows you, so you mm-hmm. get to be whoever you want. And I was like, wow, I can be that person, finally, that, like people know goes to church every week because mm. you know i'm not gonna be like family let's start going to church every week every sunday like because mm-hmm. you know we all do different things we all have sports <clears throat> work whatever so i was like okay it's just me like i can decide and mm. this person's here and they said they'll drive me to church every weekend so i ended up going every weekend and that is yeah, crazy that's... i got to college and mine was <laughs> i can meet anybody i want nobody's gonna go around saying oh that's the church girl i was like i am ready to like leave that like that's crazy mm -hmm. yeah then i remember like i was so immersed into college culture like don't get me wrong like it didn't go as bad as it could have it wasn't even bad at all it wasn't bad but it wasn't good either it was like a very typical college experience nothing tragic happened but in terms of like religion my relationship with god it was pretty junk like (laughs) it was pretty junk i only went to church in the summer when i went home and like it was like father's day and like i had to be there and then winter you you have these little things (laughs) and nuances that i just hear you in my head and it's just so oh wait wait wait, pause like kiki are you okay (laughs) with this you'll see noodles (laughs) what is noodles (laughs) no what's that mexican thing that you (laughs) do you that you order that you put chicken cheese oh in it. Oh my gosh. A quesadilla. Yeah, it's not a quesadilla. <laughs> like, what is a quesadilla? Do you see queso? No, 
he says I say it funny too. Yeah, I was like, no, do. it's a quesadilla. No, okay. We also have like just these phrases too. Right? <laughs> I just think they're so funny. Oh, nuts. <laughs> yeah, oh, nuts. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> okay, wait. But what did I say? Uh, hmm. Your college experience. Oh, yeah. It's pretty drunk. My relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to last semester. So this is my fourth year of college and I just I think like halfway through the semester I started going to Rose Church yeah and the same one that you went to no it was different I I don't think the other one was like like it's hard to find a good church yeah say that yeah and I really enjoy it like I found a group of people to go with and we make it like a thing every Sunday and I think I like it because it's my own experience my like I want to go I made it happen it's Mm -hmm. I'm there because of me like the people I go with like it's great to have that company but like everybody's going because they want to be there Mm -hmm. and like it's not like oh are you going are you not going like if you go like I'm not like I'm going because I want to go yeah and I even I remember like throughout like the first three years of college like you like text me and talk to me like oh, I, I would say, like, oh, I'm struggling with this, or, like, I had a hard time with this, and you're, like, I'll pray for you, and I would just be, like, in a way, I remember being, like, hmm. How's that gonna help? Yeah, or, like, in my head, I'm, like, she sounds like my dad, <laughs> or, like, like she sounds like my dad, but, I like. I remember you would come to me for advice and stuff, and I'm, like, Carrie. Did you pray about it? I was, like, I'd be, like, yeah, but no. I was, like, oh, she sounds like my dad, but in a way, it wasn't, like, uh, like why she said like just give me like some solid advice that I can yeah, go run with I know you it was want that. <laughs> I think part of it was like why can't like why don't I feel this way like I know I should because like throughout me not wanting to go to church it was never like I don't believe in this yeah, or yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's just it wasn't my own yeah so I didn't know what exactly I didn't like about it or right. stuff but I just well I I bring this up because I was thinking about, like, through this... I've been working on this episode for, like, weeks. <laughs> since I told you about it. And then I was thinking about Theron and, like, the Bible studies that we used to go to. And, like, okay, we both were in J-High. We didn't really do that much. Mm-hmm. We both could not be on the worship team. <laughs> I'm like, what do we have to offer, you know? I'm like, what do I have to offer? Like, I'm not like your dad. I can't be a greeter. I'm just not that person. Mm. But... I was like, I think, like, talking about this stuff, our niche might be in girls, like, I think teenage so. girls, and I think we could be, for other girls, what Farron was for us. I think so. You know what made me think about that? When we were talking to Lexi yeah. in the summer, mm-hmm. no. Brock's Lexi, oh. I thought that was so... Well, okay, for context, Lexi is like a high schooler right? yeah. yeah Lexi's a high schooler and I would say she's very mature I don't mm-hmm. know if it's like a generational thing where like mm-hmm. they just like look older and act older yeah like I don't know but That's I definitely did food. not act like that when I was in high school <laughs> or like think I think you did you're a pretty mature 18 year old oh thanks <laughs> I hope I don't know but there's just so much that like I look back and I'm like 
if I could just like tell myself or set myself straight like obviously I don't expect myself to listen like I don't listen in general so why would you know but just like keep an open mind about things because you mean as a high schooler yeah or even do you remember in freshman year you and coach Barnes, <laughs> you were like not gonna budge you were like so yeah mad yep yep yep, yep. <laughs> that's a whole other thing <laughs> i'm not pro- see everything happens for a reason like if i didn't go through that i would not be how i am yeah now so. so that was not a good moment yeah. in my life but, but what were you thinking about when we were talking to her i don't know i just thought that well you i don't even know how it, this relates but it was just felt so good that like we had like gone through a whole bunch of stuff we're, like we're just coming out of that teenage that, yeah like we're like just ending college yeah. well kind of ending like well we both ended yeah college. <laughs> and it took that long for us to like look back and reflect and understand these things that like i just want to help yeah like, it's like wow honestly mike and i talk about this all the time but being in eighth grade is so hard that was like the most depressing years of my life like being in high school is not easy being a teenager is not easy but like to have these spots of like little people that can help you in your life Mm -hmm. i think can make a huge difference and it's easier to as a girl like we're not gonna like as a teenager you just don't want to listen to your mom you don't want to listen to your dad Mm -hmm. so like when it came from Farron, she's like this young cool just got engaged Uh like you know Mm -hmm. i feel like we could be that for someone and i want to listen to her because she has so much to say but also she still understands how we feel Mm -hmm. and even though our parents could probably tell us the same thing you don't want to listen to your parents right right (laughs) yeah i think that could be where our next chapter leads us together Mm -hmm. But it would definitely be a push for both of us to do it because we're both going to be really busy. Mm -hmm. So someone hold us accountable. We're actually, I was just talking to Zach about this, but like, okay, like in the future, like what would I want to do like with my job? Like, let's say accounting. I figure out like, you know, I like accounting. You're going to be an accountant. I'm an accountant. (laughs) You're not an accountant. Yes, I am. (laughs) I love accounting. Okay. (laughs) I love to audit. I am so excited to be an audit associate. Carrie, I would, if someone told me, that 12 year old Carrie would become an accountant I'd be like you're joking I'm gonna be a cool accountant that's gonna be the most talkative loudest accountant (laughs) ever (laughs) no but that should be your new name the cool accountant the cool accountant okay one day I'm gonna get a plaque (laughs) he's gonna say that but I was telling him like going back to my professional development thing because I'm still not done with that I'm still in that phase I love it like I would love to do something to help. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, like, with the church or with something. But, like, sharing this wisdom of... Not wisdom. That's bad. Um, yeah, knowledge. Not like we're, like, like wise. But, like, there's like some stuff I'm just, like, oh, my gosh. Like, why did it take me so long to understand that? Or maybe, like, what you were saying. Like, just a third party who could see things from an outside perspective yeah. for other people like what is that though like what so what did you decide i don't know I, I i was thinking i don't even know if this has anything to do with what we're talking about but i was just saying like oh like i would love to be like a person in 
a business that offers okay like i don't know how it is for other uh majors yeah. but in the business major it's like so the firm has like recruiters and then there's like a person after you get recruited that kind of takes care of everybody but i would like to be like a person that once you're like in the firm you like mentor people maybe maybe i want to be a mentor mm. i think it's just because i like to talk though mm. i know i when you were tell t- like when you brought up the lexi thing i was like i could imagine someone being in our group asking us a question and both of us are like, <laughs> like we just have way too much to say I'm like we're gonna have to go through some mentor training yeah. or something because we're just gonna be like word salad just but it's not because we think we're so smart it's because we learn so much. I think we're passionate about it. Yeah, and we're like, oh, learn from my mistake. Yeah, like, like, it took me way too long to figure this we're, out. We're, yeah. It's just funny looking back, because, like, we both don't hold grudges at all. I think we It's both, a waste of energy. Maybe we have short-term memory, but, like, I don't know. It's just funny, like, the fights we used to have and, like, the drama we used to have. But even, like, I can, like, bear barely like i couldn't even tell you yeah but just like why was that time so hard though why is it so hard to be a teenager it just is yeah i don't know you're just searching for something that's why but yeah anyway this will definitely not be the last time you're on the podcast yes once you move here we'll be having you on a lot more yes so i'm very excited thank you for being on today Thanks for having me. Yep, and we'll have much more of Carrie. Make sure to follow the podcast on Spotify and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Bye.